Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Tuesday, man. Hope you're doing well, and thanks again for joining us today as we're walking through 2 Kings. Man, so excited for tomorrow night, student night. Go ahead right now. Think about who you can invite. Man, if Wednesday nights are any encouragement to you at all, man, bring someone with you, and I cannot wait to see you tomorrow night is student night. And so today we're continuing to walk through 2 Kings, though, and uh, we talked about yesterday. We actually finally met a really good king, right? You know, over and over again, we're seeing um, in the book of 1 Kings and 2 Kings, these kings that do do evil in the sight of the Lord. But then we meet Hezekiah. And yesterday we talked about how Hezekiah sets an incredible example and an incredible model for success. He drives out idol worship, he trusts in the Lord, and he holds fast to what the Lord commands him to do. And so today we're seeing one of the most, um, in my mind, it's one of the coolest stories that we see in scripture. And I think it's a good reminder for us that, you know, when we read through 1 Kings and read through 2 Kings and read through really any book of the Bible, the original author was not writing it and said, okay, now I'm going to get to chapter 18, right? And draws a big one eight and then puts a one, writes what he thinks is verse one, then puts a two and writes what he thinks is verse two. That's not how the Bible was written, right? It's on a scroll and it's just it's just written there. And so these chapter numbers and these these verses are helpful for us because, you know, I can tell you right now, turn your Bible to 2 Kings 8, uh, 18 verses 31 and you can bam, you can go there super fast. But, but really we need to make sure when we read this, we don't create divisions where there's not supposed to be a division. It's just helpful tools for us to find out where we are in the Bible. And I think this is a great example of that because really this story begins in 2 Kings chapter 18, verse 13. And really this story continues all the way through the entirety of chapter 19. And so to understand the whole picture, you really have to read all of this. Um, you can't just stop at the end of chapter 18 and not go on to see what happens in chapter 19. And so I hope that you'll read that on your own. Again, starting in verse 13, going all the way through chapter 19. But just to summarize it for you real quick, the king of Assyria, um, whose name is Sennacherib, I hope I say that right, uh, he comes and attacks Judah, right? Comes and attacks Judah. Remember, you have Israel in the north, Judah is in the south, and Hezekiah is reigning in Judah. And he comes and he attacks Judah, and, and it's a pretty successful attack. And he's he's close to taking it over. And, and the king he basically has these messengers, and this is such a paraphrase. So I hope that you um, I hope that you read it on your own. But this king has these messengers that declare in front of the city, "Who are you going to trust?" Are you going to trust your God? Like, are you going to trust the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God you always trusted, or are you going to trust the fact that Assyria has basically knocked out everyone else? And and think about this: this is coming off of chapter seventeen, where Assyria just took out Israel, right? Assyria has brought Israel into exile, and so all the people of Judah know this and they're aware of this. And the king is sending these messengers, saying, "Are you going to trust in your God, who apparently has failed at other times, or are you going to trust in us and, and just go ahead?" and follow us, go ahead and submit to us, all of these things. So it's basically, are you going to submit to what the Assyrians are trying to do? 
they're trying to take over the people of Judah, or are they going to continue to trust God? And so Hezekiah is, is broken by this. Um, you see in chapter 19, Isaiah comes into the picture. Yes, Isaiah, when you go a few books later in the prophets, you have the, the prophecies and the writings of Isaiah. You, you see Isaiah show up here, and Hezekiah goes to Isaiah, and, and there's this time where, where Hezekiah calls upon the Lord and, and basically declares in verses 14 through 19 of chapter 19 that, that God is who he's going to trust in. He, he's not going to back in fear to the Assyrians. He, he's not going to give way to their commands, but instead he is going to trust in the Lord. And so what's amazing is Isaiah then prophesies against the king of Assyria, basically tells him you're not going to make it, right? Listen to what um, Isaiah, prophet, Isaiah finishes with his prophecy with in verse 27. This is God speaking through the prophet Isaiah to the king of Assyria. He says this, but I know you're sitting down and you're going out and you're coming in and you're raging against me. And because you have raged against me and your complacency has come to my ears, I will put my hook in your nose and my bit in your mouth and I will turn you back on the way by which you came. It's pretty intense, right? Where God is speaking through Isaiah to the king of Assyria saying, look, you came against me and, and you're not gonna come out of this well. And what we're gonna see is that the people of Judah never pick up a sword. Hezekiah never sends out an army. But look what the Bible says in verse 35. It says, that night, the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. So God handles their enemies. When, when the people of Judah trust in God, God handles their enemies for them. I, I think there's two major takeaways we have to learn here. And again, that's such a summary. I hope you read chapter 18 and 19 on your own. But, but I think number one is we do not need to be testing the Lord. Right, the king of Assyria tests God here. He comes and says, look, are you going to trust in the God of your fathers or are you going to trust in me? He is putting God to the test. And, and so often we're tempted to do this in our life, right? We're, we're tempted to, to ask the question that Satan asked Adam and Eve in the garden. Did God really say fill in the blank? And we're, we're tempted to trust, the, to, we're tempted to test the commands and the, and the word of God where we, we think we often know better. And here the king of Assyria tests God and man, it does not end well for him, right? He tests God and he is going to lose. And so I think that's one challenge, one takeaway from us that, that, man, we should not be people who test God, but we should be people who trust God. And, and leading into that, um, man, that's really the second takeaway for us that we see come to fruition here is, man, when the people of God trust in God, God deals with their enemies for them. It's a scary situation. The king of Assyria is outside their gates, ready to attack. They know what the king of Assyria has already done to Israel. The king of Assyria has been a successful tyrant, been a successful king, overtaking people, but yet they trust in the Lord and the Lord delivers them from their enemies. I mean, let me ask you, who are you trusting in today? Who are you trusting? And I guess that's really the question. Are you are you testing God, saying, God, did you really say this? God, is your word really best for my life here? God, is it really best if I do this? Are, are, are you testing God or are you trusting in God? Because if you test him, it doesn't really end up well, but if you trust him, then he would deliver you from all your enemies. And that's such a good reminder for us today. So hope you read this on your own. That's a summary, uh, but I hope you read it on your own. And man, can't wait to see you tomorrow night. Invite someone to be with you. We love you and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.